Welcome to the Life Melbourne podcast. We're so glad you're joining us for another hope-filled message. We pray that you're encouraged by this powerful word from our Sunday service. Well, we're starting a new series today, so I hope you're excited about that. I, I have felt over the last couple of weeks around this thought of there is a need for us to be standing on the right foundation. In fact, if you wanted a series title, we're calling it Firming Up Foundations. The need for all of us to make sure we're standing on the right kind of terrain. And uh, there's this deep sense in me that as the enemy is trying to shake the world we live in, that those that have a faith, those that are walking in a relationship with Jesus need to walk on a different kind of platform different kind of foundation. And so over the next four weeks, we're gonna look at four foundational keys to building the right kind of foundation. And in fact, we were talking as a team uh, some time ago, it'd be great to do this regularly. There are so many foundations that the Word of God gives to us. But I wanna start today in Luke chapter six because Jesus in His ministry here on earth sought to bring a fresh alignment with the disciples. And those that were coming to hear Him teach, He brought before them often challenging messages, but they weren't there to kind of make people feel like they were got at, but that they would establish the right kind of thinking. So let's go to Luke chapter 6 and verse 46. These were the words of Jesus. He said, Why is it that you call me Lord, Lord? In other words, you are God, you're God for me. And then he says, but you don't do the things that I tell you to do. In other words, you acknowledge truth, but you fail to live the truth you believe day in, day out. Man, am I guilty of that at times. I've been brought up with God's Word. Since I was a little boy, I was taught that I could and I did experience a relationship with Jesus and the messages that were preached to me as a young boy and then a teenager and then later in life, the messages I've brought to others into my own heart. It's kind of like, I know God, He's God. But Jesus says, you can know God is God, but you fail to live it out in your daily life. And the Gospel is not kind of the kind of message that we add on to our lives. Jesus said, no, this is an all in thing. If you choose to do it my way, if you choose to walk with your steps the way I've designed them to walk, you're gonna find a different kind of life. And I look back over my life and there have been so many shifts, even within Christian people's thinking about who God is and what God can do. And these shifts that I've experienced just in one life, things like this, there's been a movement of a focus from we to me. (laughs) In other words, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm in as long as it's the best thing for me. What about it should be the best thing for all of us? That my life is here to contribute to the people next to me. It's not just always about my agenda, it's about God's agenda of togetherness because where unity is, there's a blessing and where unity is, the strong can lift up the weak and those that have no way forward find somebody else to say, hey, I'll carry your burden for a while. Not only 
Is there the shift that's taken place from a we mentality to a me mentality? I think there is a deterioration of what I call a long-term view. In other words, you know, we'll do it as long as it happens now for us. Whereas the Bible teaches something very different. And we're gonna look at this in our foundational series because God has a long-term view. And if it doesn't happen on our agenda, then so often we step back from God's plan and then we wonder why everything begins to spin. I think definitely there's a watering down of biblical truth that I've experienced in my lifetime. It does, if it doesn't fit the way I feel, then I'm not sure that I'm into it. But let's go on in Luke chapter 6, verse 47. So whoever said, Jesus comes to me and hears my sayings, here it is, and does what my word tells them to do. I'll tell you, I'll show you what his life is like. He's like a man that builds a house who dug deep and laid the foundations on the rock. Even that thought this week, I've been pondering, I wonder how many deep diggers do we have? Wonder how many of us are prepared when it's not easy to go deeper, that we keep going deeper because we understand God's truth. This man digs deep and lays a foundation on the rocks. And what happens is when the floods arise and they beat against the house, it couldn't shake the house. Man, the sense of foundations, wherever you are, whatever you're going through, I wonder if the storms today that are coming your way, the storms in our world, the, 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 the attacks, the sense of uh, disability and, and, and the challenges around, are we somebody that is experiencing no shaking because we're so deep and we're on the rock we're founded upon that rock. And I think as we set up this series, my heart, my prayer for all of us is that we all get an opportunity to check out and to ensure that our foundations are the right way. Sometimes we need to bring repair to foundations. Melissa, who is our daughter-in-law, we call her our daughter because she is, but her dad in Canada works with foundations and he works with foundations as a company that have settled. And often you build them square, but then the ground gives way underneath. And so therefore, because there's a gap, those foundations can crack and they need to be realigned. They need to be brought back to a place that the cavities need to be filled because if the foundation stays cracked, then you're gonna have greater long-term challenges. The whole house begins to crack and show wear. Today, maybe God's got you here. He's got me here to say, are your foundations sure? Have they been set upon the rock? Have you gone deep enough or do you need to go deeper today? Because when the storms of life come, they come to us all. They won't be able to shake you. He goes on, Jesus, in verse 49, He says, but He, the one that heard the Word, understood what should be done done, and did nothing is like the man who built his house on the earth. Even that thought. The security is on the earth, the things of this world. And as he built on the things of this world, he did it without a foundation. And again, 
the storms came and beat against the house and immediately, immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house was great. I kind of got a sense that Jesus was saying, hey team, you got to realize that we build our lives on one kind of ground or another. Either it's on rock or it's on sand. And I kind of felt as I was waiting on God, the Holy Spirit was saying, we've got to take stock and we've got to look at the substructure of our lives. Because if right now we are shaking outside of control, if we're losing grip on God's Word and the absoluteness of His truth, then we will be somebody that will end up destroyed. The ruin of that house that was built on sand was hugely destroyed. There were two houses, not one, two. Both of them were with people that had faith. But one was built on the rock, the other on the sand. One was built to withstand the storms. The other was subject to the current day circumstance. One of the lives was built on personal obedience to God's Word. The other was built on earthly security. Each one of those thoughts has a message. And today it would be good. I am praying for all of us that if you're feeling shaken, if you're feeling confused, if you are feeling like, I don't know if I can go on, have a look at your foundation. Ultimately, security comes from our obedience to build God's way. Let me say that again. You want a life of security? Want to know what it is to push through the challenges of what we all experience in our humanity and here on earth? Then it is us becoming subject to being obedient to build God's way. God wants us to build a different way. I've often used this illustration here in New Zealand, how that when Christchurch was devastated with earthquakes, They now build that city based on earthquake-proof methods. Today, as we start this series on firming up foundations, I feel like God is saying, I wanna teach you what are the right foundations to build on. Understand the truth of God's Word and you can earthquake-proof your future rather than one day going, you know what, things are going well for me. My business is achieving great goals through to a time where I can't even run a business because of restrictions. But man, I'm earthquake proof because I'm building not on circumstance, I'm building on obedience. I'm building on how God sees life. Psalm 127 and verse one, I read this many, many years ago, unless the Lord builds the house, unless the Lord builds your house, we labour in vain who build it. And unless the Lord guards the city, The watchman stays awake in vain. In other words, if God is not building it, we are gonna be filled with anxiety. We're gonna feel like we don't know what's going up, but it's time to firm up our foundations. Kind of like, so team, this is Jesus speaking as he quoted Luke chapter six. It's, It's, hey guys, so what are you building on? Who are you building on? Are you allowing what's happening around you to determine your response? Think about this for a moment as we lay this platform for the next few weeks. Why are foundations so important? Let me give you a couple of thoughts. I think the first one would be this. 
that foundations determine the potential of what can be built. If you've got a weak foundation or your foundation is not built according to how God wants you to build it, then that is ultimately going to determine the potential of your future. Some people can come to church in the good times, can have a relationship with God when everything's going well, but actually the understanding of foundations was that they need to be deep and they need to be built on rock. It's gonna cost you to build it. And yet your foundation, depending on what you build as a foundation, determines the potential of what can be built. If you come to me, then you need to dig deep. Years and years ago here in Auckland, there was the building of the Sky Tower, uh, an incredible building that uh, I think it still is, but at the time was the tallest building. And yet in its construction phase, when you would walk past it, the hole into the earth was ginormous. It's like, how far down does that go? It went down as far as the rock. And possibly today, God is saying, the swaying you're feeling and the instability and the sense of fear and anxiety will be taken when you realise that the potential of your future is not on what's happening around you, it's what you're built on. If you build deep, Psalm chapter 1, verse 1, again in my own private reading this week, I read it again and I felt so blessed. The Bible says, blessed is the one, the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, hasn't got their ear tuned into non-faith perspective. The one that does not stand in the path of sinners, in other words, is not gonna compromise, not gonna allow the enemy to tempt them to give way to what is wrong and leave what is right, because then they become again prone to being shaken. One that does not sit in the seat of the scornful, they are not there judging others, they're not there thinking they know best, but they delight themselves. He delights himself in the law of the Lord and in God's law does he meditate, here it is, day and night, in the night seasons, in the tough time. I'm talking to everybody today. I'm talking to everyone here in New Zealand, Australia, wherever you're tuning in, there at Life Melbourne, as I said, here in life in New Zealand, but others as well. What are you tuning into? What is it that is forming your foundation in the daytime and in the nighttime? We meditate in God's Word. That one will be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season. The fruit is gonna come, whose leaf also will not wither and whatever they do will prosper. Come on, somebody say amen. It's kind of like God is calling to us and saying, you realise that the right foundations determine the potential of what can be built. To be honest, COVID is not easy for any human being. I remember even at the beginning of last year being shaken a little bit by it. And I felt like God said, you've just got to realign your soul. You've got to realign your thinking back to the truth and the authority of God's Word. You've got to reimagine until you realign, you won't reimagine. You get stuck with where you are. Foundations determine the potential of what can be built. Secondly, foundations produce security in the storm. When you know your foundation is immovable, 
then it doesn't matter how strong the winds are. Marie and I in the house that we live in, we bought that a number of years ago, I think seven or eight years ago. And it was an old home. Uh, one of the rooms, which is our bedroom, was on six metal pipes. And uh, before we had even started renovating, we were living in it. And as we were living in it, one night the winds blew and that room, I gotta tell you, I felt like it was moving six feet. I'm sure it was only six inches, but it definitely was moving under the wind. That whole night, we lay awake thinking, will we be here in the morning? (laughs) If you don't put right foundations in your second guess, the security you need in the storm seasons. I don't know why we keep thinking storms won't come our way. The Bible doesn't teach that. And there is a need for us to have security in the storms. Week and a half ago, I was out doing some exercise on my push bike and I had an accident. In fact, I was flying down a fairly narrow road and there was a car that I didn't think was occupied. And as I came towards the road, I was looking slightly left, uh, down the road as I was looking slightly left and uh, the person in the car opened the door. So there was somebody there and I went straight into the door. Literally took skin all off the right-hand side of my body, crossed my arm, down my hip. It's scabbing right now if you want the details. All down my knee. And then I've torn my rotator cuff up on my right arm. I've got a few painkillers today to keep us going. But uh, the ambulance came and they were absolute that I needed to go to hospital. And I've been in a number of accidents, if you know a little bit of my journey. But uh, I remember even laying on the road when I could hardly move without fainting going through the practice of checking that everything could at least move. And I realised or I thought I pretty much knew nothing was broken, even though there was a lot of pain and a lot of blood. You know, it's an amazing thing is when you've checked your foundations and made sure they're right, you've got security. There's security in the storm. Even the ambulance officer, what they do is they do your blood test. And I said to her, as they were doing, uh, again, my blood pressure, I says, I know why you do that because I've had lots of accidents. You're checking to see if there's any internal bleeding. And they said, exactly right. Because if your blood pressure is not good, then it could suggest you've got internal tears or bleeding that come from the accident. But the blood pressure was okay, even though there was trauma showing in it. They were happy and we went to the hospital and uh, later that day I was discharged and everything's on the mend. You know, sometimes I think we've got internal tears. We've been through trauma that the enemy has used and maybe even our own failure, he keeps focusing and, and our blood pressure may be out of control. And I wanna challenge and encourage you today. If you can get right foundations, you'll have security in the storm. You'll have the ability to push through. You'll be able to build a potential filled future that is incredibly strong in front of you. Another thought about foundations is that foundations realign us to true north. You get the right foundation, then you begin to see what is true north. There is such a work of the enemy, I believe that is in play, always is in play, where he seeks to question what is true north. Well, what is right and what is wrong? And I think today there is globally even a watering down of truth. But can I suggest you have the right components in your foundation. You build your foundation the way God said to build it according to His Word. Then you are going to be able to have great 
potential in your future. You're gonna have security in your storm and you are constantly going to be realigned to truth. You may have heard the uh, illustration of the frog in the water. It's an old one, but basically it says this, if you were to take a frog and drop it into boiling water, it would immediately jump out. But if you were to take a frog and put it in lukewarm water, it would be quite content. And then if you were to increase the heat up into boiling state, it would be tricked into thinking everything was okay because just bit by bit, it would adjust to the temperature until the temperature cooked them. I wanna be hand on heart today. I'm saying to our church that God's Word aligns us to true north. God has got truth and it's not to make us feel like we're far from what's right. No, it's truth that brings potential. It's truth that brings security and it's truth that aligns us to true north. And in that point, we all find a foundation that will hold us through everything that God brings us. I wanna credit my mum particularly. Uh, Grew up in a family, many of you know, eight children. I think there were six of us at the time She'd get us up at 6.30 every morning for prayer and the Word. So before we went to school, before she went to work to our own business at that time, she worked so hard, she would pull us together for half an hour, reading God's Word and praying. In a teenage world where everything was being thrown at me and the world was suggesting all things were okay that aren't okay according to God's Word, she would bring alignment. She would bring true north into focus And I believe that upsized my ability to stand for the journey that I've stood for. Haven't got it all right, but I love the fact that it was God's Word that brings the shift. Again, Psalm 119.9, how could a young man cleanse his ways? This is how, by taking heed according to God's Word. It's your Word. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Right now you feel like, hey, I keep compromising, Paul. I know those feelings, but it's God's word, true north. That's gonna build a foundation that's gonna enable you to stand when you haven't previously been able to stand. And then verse 14, I have rejoiced in the way of your God testimonies. I've rejoiced in them as much as in all riches, Basically, the psalmist is saying, if you gave me everything in the world, I would trade it all for the truth of your Word. True north, because it's gonna build a foundation for something so more. I hope you're excited about this. We've got to reset our foundations. Here's another final thought about foundations. Foundations are the down payment to a liberated life. (laughs) Maybe today it's kind of like you're tuning in right now and you're a part of this message because God's saying, I know you want freedom. Did you know that my way is not to rob you of freedom, but to give you freedom because who the Son of Man sets free is free indeed. And I wanna give you a freedom that's deep and, and a liberated life comes from having the right foundations. Man, once we fix the problem in our home, We had to build a whole new strengthening system. But you know what? The rocking in the wind stopped 
and there was freedom to sleep peacefully. I'm praying today that God is gonna bring a message to many hearts that even in the middle of COVID, even in the middle of lockdown, even in the middle of loss, even in the middle of wrong prognosis, even in the fear that's surrounding us, we're gonna set a foundation because it's a down payment to a liberated life. I love to do building and I love to uh, be involved in a number of big projects actually. You just gotta set out your foundation correctly because once it's set out correctly, then you're able to build with great confidence. Let me read it again as maybe the team join me, Luke 6, 47. Whoever comes to me, said Jesus, whoever. It's not for someone special. Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does it my way, builds their life my way. I will show you whom they are like. They're like a person that's building a house who digs deep, lays a foundation on the rock so that when the floods arose, they will arise and they beat against the house, they won't be able to shake it for it is founded on the rock. Come on in your lounge room, it's founded on the rock. And you might say, Paul, man, that's, Some pretty challenging words to build that kind of foundation. Yeah, it is, but it releases potential. It brings security. It aligns us to true north and it releases a liberated life if we do it God's way. I can't wait for the rest of the series because we're gonna look at what are those foundational rocks then? I'll tell you one of them because I wanna whet your appetite. One of them is this. One of the foundations of our Christian walk must be this. God is God. And God is good. You say, well, that's pretty simple. (laughs) When you get it in here, when you realise God is God, so God's not worried about COVID. God's not worried. Can I say it? I don't want to offend you, but I most probably will. That if everything is going upside down, turning pear-shaped, everything you banked on, it's the opposite right now. I'm telling you, God is God and God is good. So when I understand that, shaking can't come by my place because from the beginning, God has always been God and God is good. One of the most impacting verses around this thought is Romans 8, 28, you'll know it. We know, says Paul, we know. We know that all things work together for good, (laughs) not some things, not the things I understand only or don't understand. No, all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to His purpose. Whom He foreknew, verse 29, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son. I don't have time. But I would like to say, if you really read verses 28, verses 29, God is gonna allow things to happen to you to conform you into the picture of what He wants for your life and what He created you to be. And that's gonna be digging out and seeing no return to get the foundation deep enough. That's going to mean going through things that other people have given up on. Why would you spend so much time working on that when there is no evidence of fruit? You go because the deeper the foundation, the higher the building. God is God and 
God is good. And I have found myself over the years saying, God, I'm gonna keep stating the truth that You are God and You are good. Jeremiah speaks about the potter taking clay, putting it on his wheel and beginning to turn the wheel and the, the clay has been moistened and takes shape. But then the potter finds an imperfection in the, in the clay. And so what does he do? He stops the wheel. He breaks down what he's created to get rid of the imperfection so that ultimately he can build a vessel of honour. And prophetically, I'm speaking to you today. Just allow God to do what God will do. The enemy may shoot at you, but he can't win because God is God and God is good. And allow Him to take you on a journey. It may even be a generational picture that He's working on. God, I'm the clay. You're the potter, so refine me. Do what you wanna do with me. Take me on a journey to your glory. Because God, you're God. And you're good. This week, I pray that we'll start just with this first foundational stone. I talked a lot about foundations, but I wanted to intro, intro this series that we need to understand the importance of foundations. But the first foundational stone is to realise, yeah, I know you went through it. I know there's no natural understanding as to why yet, but one day you'll look back where God had to get rid of something that was stopping the vessel from being what He had committed to make it. It shifted my life big time in the most unexpected things. The deep disappointments, the struggles, the pain. I've worked with literally tens of thousands of people in the most traumatic seasons of life. Just pastored and fathered them. You know what will get you through your loss? What will get you through what the enemy wants to use to destroy you? Is to create a foundational stone that says God is God. And God is good. He will work not some things, but all things together for good. Let me close out with Psalm 84 and verse 11. The psalmist responds having experienced a lot of what I'm talking. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory and no good thing will He withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in You. No good thing will He withhold because God is God and God is good. We trust that you are encouraged by this powerful message. You always have a place to call home here at Life. And we invite you to join us for our Sunday services at our Melbourne campus. If you're not in Melbourne, then join us for church online, wherever you are in the world. Just head to lifeau.org to stay connected and find out more.